0: Good morning, everybody. So Tim asked me to bring a word this morning, so I'm going to bring a word. I really want to give it up to our worship team because I'm telling you what, I know the last four or five weeks, they have just been bringing the presence of the Lord in this house. I'd just like us to give give our worship team a, a round of applause because they've been doing a phenomenal job. <laughs> the songs they were singing this morning, they don't know because cause I— I really didn't talk to them about what I was going to talk about, but the songs they were singing goes right along with what what I'm going to be talking about this morning. So, Lord, we just we just thank you for coming into our midst this morning, Father, and we just we just ask that you would just continue to uh, allow our hearts and ears to be open, God, and just um just pour out your Spirit over every person in this house this morning, God, and and we just we just want your kingdom to come, we want your will to be done, just like the song was being sang this morning, God, and we just thank you for that right now in Jesus name, Amen. Luke 14, through 6 One Sabbath day, Jesus went to eat dinner in the home of a leader of the Pharisees, and the people were watching him closely. There was a man there whose arms and legs were swollen. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the religious law, is it permitted in the law to heal people on the Sabbath day or not? When they refused to answer, Jesus touched the sick man and healed him and sent him away. Then he turned to them and said, which of you? doesn't work on the Sabbath. If your son or your cow falls into a pit, don't you rush to get him out? Again, they could not answer. So Jesus' character was represented in that in that scripture, and you can read down further if you want, but but you know, Jesus still, you know, it's like they're they're saying, don't you know, do you heal on the Sabbath? But if one of us are hurting or or going through something you know, Jesus went and got him. You know, he's like, you know, and that's his character because he went, he went, and, got, he went and got people that were, you know, sick and hurting and, and needed him, you know, regardless if it was a normal day or if it was a Sabbath day because, because Jesus' his character is that he wants to reach out to us. Like his character is like, okay, I don't care what, That person's going through. I'm going to go get them. You know, I'm going to go reach out to them. I'm going to go find them. I'm going to go heal them. I'm going to go do whatever I can to get them. You know, and it's like when I was reading that, I seen Jesus' character of no matter what's going on in somebody's life, he's going he's going to come after them. I was reading the scripture this week. It said that he left the 99 sheep to go after the one, and that's Jesus' character. He said he didn't come for a body and a people that was whole. He said he came for a body and a people that was sick and needed, and needed a savior, and that's and that's what Jesus came for. And as as Christians, he wants us to walk like he walked. He wants our character to be like his character because he lives inside of us, you know. And when he lives inside of us, we're supposed to look like the Messiah. We're supposed to look like Jesus. We don't always do that, but we try our best. And Jesus, you know, said said you know for us to to walk by faith and to walk with Him, you know, every day, regardless if it's good or bad, you know, like He, like He's still the same, today, yesterday, and forever. Like He, He doesn't change. Like His character doesn't change. You know, who He is doesn't change. Somebody told me told me this, and I want to share this because because it made a lot of sense when they said this. The character is easier kept than recovered, because our character sometimes speaks louder than any word that we speak. Sometimes the way that we walk through things and go through things speaks louder than anything that we can say sometimes. You know, because sometimes we can say, say things the wrong way. And Jesus, you know, sometimes doesn't want us to say anything. Sometimes Jesus just wants to see, he, he wants people to see who we are. You know, and that's something the Lord's been been really talking to me about here like the last couple weeks is it's, it's so easy to say certain things. And sometimes Jesus just wants us to be quiet. And it's like, okay, Jesus, you know, I'm gonna be quiet until you tell me to say something. And it's, sometimes it's hard. It's not, it's not easy, you know, but it's like when we sit still and be still, sometimes God can do more in a moment than all the words that we speak sometimes. Sometimes people are looking exactly what you're doing, how you're acting, how you're walking. You know, are, are, you, are you showing Jesus, or are you, are you allowing your flesh to win? Are you letting people see your flesh? Because, because we do that. You know, let's be honest, we, we do that. Sometimes our flesh gets out, out, out of whack, and we do things that we shouldn't do. We say things we shouldn't say. And sometimes I believe that's why, you know, I think about Jesus, and... When they were taking him to the cross, when they when all the kings kept coming to him, he never answered them. If you read the scripture, he he never answered the kings. He never answered them, and and like they're like, why won't you answer us? You know, because they were just trying to they were just trying to trick him. They were trying to get him to say stuff that he didn't need to say, and he knew that because he was the son of God. In the midst of that, you know, he's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be peace. Because they just wanted—they just wanted to stir up chaos. That's that's all the religious leaders and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They just—they just wanted to stir up mess. Sometimes, when mess is being stirred up, sometimes the best thing we can do is be quiet and be and, and be silent. And but there, are, there are sometimes we have to say things, and that's okay too. But you got to listen to Jesus when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, when it comes to that matter. And um, you know, can somebody get Galatians? 522, and come up here and read it for me, please. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. That's the fruit of the Spirit, and that's what lives inside of us. And that's, what, that's the way Jesus wants us to walk, he wants us to walk with patience, peace, kindness, gentleness, all that stuff. He wants us to walk with that, you know. And, you know, as, as we walk, you know, sometimes he has, to, he has to teach us different things when we're growing, you know, because, because we're going to always grow. We're going to constantly grow, you know. And as we grow, Jesus is going gonna to say, okay, you might be walking in, in peace, but you may not be walking in faithfulness or kindness or, you know, and he's always teaching us things that we need to walk in, you know, and that's his character. I shared a scripture on, on, on Wednesday or a couple of Wednesdays ago, you know, Jesus, his character was amazing. I, I, I just, his character is unbelievable and, you know, he's walked through every single thing that we've walked through, been through every single thing that we've been through, but the difference between, guess what, him, him and us, He's perfect, and we're not. He's perfect, we're not. We make mistakes, we fall down, and we gotta, we gotta say, Jesus, I'm not perfect, and I need your help. It's simple as that. I think sometimes we make it too hard, and we gotta come to Jesus and feel like, you know, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner, and I've messed up so much, so many times. God's, God's just waiting there to say, okay, I messed up, I made a mistake here, Lord, forgive me, and that's all he's waiting on, you know, because, because so many times we think that Jesus is just waiting to beat us over the head with a stick because we messed up, and we're bad, and we didn't, we didn't, look, we didn't do what he said, you know. Now, he's waiting for us to come and say, you know what? I made a mistake. I need your help. It's that simple. We make it too hard, and um, you know, uh, and Jesus just wants us to come to Him, open and honest, and and just and be real with Him. And sometimes we 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 just think we can hide stuff from Him. We can't hide a thing from Him, cause He knows it all. You know, He knows everything. And I was thinking about I was thinking about this t- t- this morning, actually, before I came here, and I didn't get the scripture, but but I was thinking about Jesus right before He went to the cross, and He was with His disciples. And the religious leaders were all, oh, they're coming to get him. And, and I think it was Peter said, you know, was ready to, ready to, you know, cut one of their ears off or something like that. He was, he was not happy. We'll just say that. He was, he was ready to fight. And Jesus said, nope. He said, he said my Father's will is going to be done, you know. And right there in the midst of that, like in the midst of knowing that you're getting ready to go through the worst, one of the worst things that you can go through in your life and just have that kind of peace and character to say, nope, you know, I'm not going to, basically I'm not going to come down to their level, basically is what really what it boils down to. You know, he's like, I'm not going to come down to their level and, and I'm going to do what, what the Father wants me to do. And, you know, and that's what, you know, that's what he did. He did, he did the will of the Father, you know, and, um, and his character, you know, is, is a lot. So, so I really wanted to touch on some scriptures about character, but I'm going to talk about some real-life situations too because, because our character is made in situations that we walk through in life. You know, um, when, when things come upon us, what happens is our character sometimes gets, gets refined, and our character... Like in the situations of life, we know what our character is, and sometimes, sometimes it, it it's good, and sometimes we we just fall down before God and say, I, "I can't I can't manage, I can't make it, I can't do this," you know, and that's completely okay, completely okay, and um, you know, but I'm going to share a story with you guys. So there's there's a friend of mine, and the, and a couple of weeks ago at um, about a month ago or so, we were at Linda's house and we were having prayer and the Lord um, showed me this bag and he showed me it was full of stuff. And I said, Lord, what's, what's the stuff? And he said, this is stuff that you got to get out of your heart so my character can be, be more evident in your life. I said, okay, so, said, so, so he didn't show me what, what the stuff was then. So that week I said, Lord, what, what is the stuff that I, that I need to get out of this bag? And the Lord just started really speak, speaking to me about unforgiveness. And there's a boy that I've known since he was probably about five or six years old. And um, and basically, he he did some stupid stuff, which I won't get into. And I was really angry and mad with him. Like, I wouldn't even talk to him if he was out on the street. Like, that's, I mean, that's how it was. And um, And the Lord said you need to forgive him because if you don't forgive him, you're going to, you're going to stifle up what I'm giving to you. And I said, oh Lord, I'm like, I really don't want to forgive this person, you know? And the Lord kept hammering me and hammering. He said, you've got to forgive him. I said, okay. So, so basically I hadn't talked to him probably in two and a half years at least. So I talked to his brother and Basically, I'm like, you know, can I, you know, does he, have, does he have a phone number? He said, like, you can get a hold of him on Facebook. So, so I kept trying to get a hold of him on Facebook, getting a hold of him on Facebook. Long story short, I never, for three weeks, I never got a hold of him. So finally, I got a hold of him. And I called him up, and I said, look, I said, you know, I said, what you did, I said, I said, you know, I said, it really made me angry and mad. I said, I said, I've really had some unforgiveness toward you. And I said, I've had to forgive you. I said, I said. So I just wanted to call you and let you know. Look, I'm. I, I want to forgive you for what you did. Yada, yada, yada. And he basically like, I'm. I'm sorry. He apologized. And I tell you what, I got off the phone with him, and I can't explain it to you, but I felt like this freedom come over my spirit. Because, 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 I did what the Lord wanted me to do. Was that easy? No, because I. Honestly, my flesh didn't want to forgive him. I, I'm going to be quite honest, you know. But the Lord knew what he had to do. So so he made, so he made me, you know, forgive him. And, like, if I see him on the street, I'll, I'll talk to him. We're good. You know what I mean? And, and um, you know, and, and the Lord works, you know, when, when you. And ever since then, there's just been such a freedom in my spirit. Like, because I was able to, to just to give that one little thing, to 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 the Lord and say, you know what, I'm gonna be obedient. Because that's all the Lord's looking for, is small obedience. You know, he's, he's he just wants us to be obedient to the things that he tells us to be. You know, and if you be obedient to what the Lord says, you can't miss it. You know, you can't, you know, and if and if you and if you do not be like like walking in the spirit, like if sometimes the Lord tells you to do something and you miss it, don't beat yourself up over it. Because God will make another opportunity for you to, to to reach out to that person or minister to that person or say what you have to say to that person. So don't don't beat yourself up if you miss if, if you feel like you've missed an opportunity to share something with somebody. Okay, because because that's the, like like the enemy will try to put like a like condemnation on you from that stuff. You know, and say, well, you missed it. So you weren't obedient to God. You know, you didn't do what the Lord wanted you to do. And now, now you're not going to hear from the Father because that's what the enemy likes to put in our ears. And it's lies. I'm here to tell you it's lies from the enemy because I went through it, you know. And, um, you know, so, so we have to walk in God's character every day. It's not, you know, it's not just, uh, okay, I heard this word and now I'm going to do it. You know, it's, it's an everyday thing that we got to pick up and do you know, just like the Bible says to renew our minds every day. We have to renew our minds in Jesus every single day. You know, and how we do that is by picking up God's word and reading his word and renewing, renewing our minds every single day. And, um, you know, when Jesus said, um, it's funny because the faithfulness thing, Jesus said if we have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, that we can move a mountain from here to there. So if we have that much faith in Jesus, because if we have that much faith in Jesus, he can do anything because our God is that good, you know? Um, and uh, so a couple of weeks ago, Carl sent me a song. And I'm going to tell you what, it has changed my life um, because our God is a good God and our God does miracles, and our God does signs, and our God does wonders. Our God loves us, regardless of where we're at. He loves us. You know, so many times, I, you know, I think, I think we make a mistake of just really hammering people when we need to give people grace and let God deal with our hearts, you know, because he's the he is the he is the one that can really deal with our hearts, you know, and um, you know, and and it's just interesting how how he does that, you know. Um, what time, what time do we have? Quarter up, um, you know. So 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 I was thinking about this 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 scripture this week, and I was thinking about the Old Testament, how Moses. That was a man of character because, man, I'm telling you what, he had, he, had, he, he, he had all kinds of stuff going on, but he always, you know, found his way back to God. But what blows my mind away about Moses is all that he did, everything that he did, he, he, he never got to see the promised land. Like, like that just blows my mind. You know, and Jesus has all the promises that we need. You know, his promise is, is yes and amen. That's all we got to say. God, what, what, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? And all he wants is our yes and our amen. That's what he wants. You know, that's, that's, that's what he wants in, in our heart, you know. He wants us to be seeing, saying, yes, Father, what do, you, what, do you, what, what do you have for me today? What do you want for me today? What, what's going on in my life today? What do I need to give to you today? Because we all need stuff to give to him every day. I, you know, I'm not going to stand up here and say, oh, I'm perfect, and I got it all together because guess what? None of us are perfect because Jesus is the only perfect one that walk, walked walk, walk the earth, you know, and, um, you know. And uh, the, like the song that they were singing, the blood is the blood and Jesus is still the answer. You know, that's, that song gets me every single time when I hear that song because the blood is his love for us. And guess what? Jesus' love covered a multitude of sin. That's that. That's what his love has done for us. It's covered our sin. It's covered our lives, you know. And you know, his blood is 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 it. You know, without his blood, there's no there's no other way to heaven, you know. There's no other way to Jesus but but through his through him, you know. And uh, um, you know, so so basically, what I feel like the Lord's saying is our character should look like his character. You know, and sometimes our character don't always look like his character. And that's when we got to draw on him and say, Lord, make me more like you. Every day, every single day, you know, because he, because he he makes us new every day. When we get up in the morning, he makes us new every day, you know. And when we go to bed, we should go to him. We should be going to him all day long, talking to him all day long, saying, you know, Jesus, I need your help. Because because his way is better than our way, you know. And, uh, you know, um, so, you know, our character sometimes speaks for ourselves. And when you're getting around people that are not serving the Lord, I'm going to tell you this and your character looks like Jesus, they're going to know it. They're going to, they're going to know, because sometimes you don't have to say two words and people know by the way you live. You know, um, and I had to learn that the hard way, I'm going to be honest with you, because I used to think I need to tell people about Jesus, tell, and we do, and I'm not, I'm not saying we don't, I'm not against that at all, you know, but sometimes we just need to be quiet and let, and let our light shine. You know, just like that little song, you know, you know, let this little light shine, you know? Because that's what, that's what Jesus wants our, our, us to do. He wants our light to shine, you know? It's like he wants us to shine. So I'm gonna share this and I'm basically gonna be done. I'm gonna turn it over to Carl. Um, so for about the last three times I've been in Walmart, um, I've literally felt, anxiety come over me. And I don't hardly ever deal with that. I'm, you know, I don't. I really don't. I don't know why I just don't. And, and, and if, if you do, you know, I I'll, I'll love to pray for you, whatever. But, but the last three times I've been in Walmart, I've felt literally anxiety come over me and just want to be out of that store. I'm like, Lord. And it, so the last time I was in Walmart, I felt it come over me again and i and i said lord what what is that all about why why does this continue to happen and the lord the lord immediately he said you're feeling what people are, are going through he's like you're you're feeling you know what they're what they're walking through how they're feeling like in their day-to-day life i said oh my gosh you know and it just it just like really made me understand what people go through with anxiety because I'm, I mean, I'm literally have wanted just to get right out of store. Like, like not be in there. Like I was to the point where I didn't even want to go in there no more. Like, like, like literally that's how, how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> but normally I don't feel that way. <laughs> Nor- normally I like, I-, I like going to Walmart. You know, I, I, don't, I really like going into the electronic part. You know, that's like, that's, that's my favorite part to go, you know. But, you know, you can't get me out of that part. But, but usually I don't, you know, but the last, just, the, you know. Now, ever, ever since, you know, I've felt that and the Lord showed me that, I haven't felt that anymore. And because I've been, I've been praying, you know, for people that I don't even know who they are. Said, Lord, whoever people are in this store that, that are dealing with anxiety, touch their lives. It's that, it's that simple, you know? Um, so, uh, so basically, um, I just wanted to share that. Carl is going to come. I'm going to stay up here because I'm going to pray for whoever to pray for. But Carl, you, you want to come, you wanna come and, and close us out? The ministry team, uh, if
1: you want to come up and then uh, the rest of you, whatever you want to do, you're dismissed. Father, we thank you for this time. Uh, And I just pray that as we walk out of this building and and live our lives for you, that we would allow you, Father, to live. To live in us. In the name of Jesus. Bless Tim and Carrie as they travel home tomorrow. Grant them traveling mercies. Father, I just pray for those who are sick. Uh, We think of Tim, who misses coming here. Tim Freed. Father, I pray that you would just continue to bless him, to lift him up, to nurture him, be with the whole family. It's stressful at times to see what goes on. We thank you for your love for them. We, we pray for Lydia Emerson, who uh, is in Chestertown and isn't able to come here because of having a stroke. And we pray for healing for her, uh, continued healing, lift her up, bless her, encourage her, In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. In Christ's name, amen.